0: Y'all, welcome back to another episode of Two Legit. Once again, my name is Anna, aka Anna on Mission.
1: And I'm Kelsey Jandak. I go by KJ, aka Cage the Doer.
0: Yes, this is a podcast for non-traditional law students with non-traditional backgrounds. Our goal of this platform is to encourage and to give those who are thinking about law school or who are already in law school some tips and tricks on how to navigate the legal profession but in a strategic way, of course. If you've listened to our last few episodes, or if you've ever listened to our episodes, you know that your girl was a former registered nurse.
1: And I'm a former flight attendant and still currently a serial entrepreneur.
0: Yes, she is still a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> and, and going in with our finishing up our entrepreneurs in law theme, I thought... Figure who else best to talk to than the COO herself, <laughs> Cage, the doer of not water. Yeah, actually,
1: <laughs> actually, I'm technically. Did I get that the, right? Yeah, no, it is I, not water. Thank you so much for that. Um, I'm technically not our COO though. That is that title is actually reserved for um Jaleen um who was on season one episode three of. To the gym.
0: Shout out to Jaleen. C O O. What 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 you what you doing?
1: Yeah. So my title is actually founder and C H O. And a lot of people um, don't understand the value of C H O. So C H O actually stands for Chief Happiness Officer. And if you know me and you know my personality, you would understand why I would choose C H O over C E O. We currently don't have a CEO, but, you know, I I do perform those duties. But to me, the most important role in any company, whether or not you're startup to growth, is the CHO, because your primary objective is to ensure that morale is good, that there's positive energy. And like for me, especially because we're a startup and I won't be able to pay um, my exec team for at least a couple of years, I have to make sure that, you know, everybody's doing all right. Everybody's okay. And that, you know, everyone, the the energy is good. And, you know, when that happens, then everybody actually wants to work more. And that is 100% beneficial for the company altogether because happier people, that's, that's better work up. environment, higher morale means you're good to go. So if my people are good to go, that means Less our company over. is good to go. I,
0: th- I feel like there should be more CHOs everywhere. I feel like there should be more CHOs in the world.
1: Yeah. Like some people look at it like a, a joke. Thank you. Because to me, culture of a company reigns king yeah, look no at matter Google. what. Yeah,
0: like I, that's why so many people want to work at Google because it's like a freaking adult playground. You know, people are happy and they're energized and, you know, they want to work more. You know, I think especially that's, a, that's important to have a good culture, especially in the legal field.
1: Oh, definitely. And I think it's one of those things that are mulled over. Most of the time people look for skill sets instead. And yes, that is also very important to me. Every person that I look for, I want them to be better than me at what they're hired for technically, because I want to be the dumbest person in the room when it comes to those things. Otherwise I could fill that gap myself. Right. But yes, you know, the company culture is the thing that, um, I think is most important and that, um, allows just for, you know, the rest of your life to feel better too. Because essentially what when you leave work, you know, you don't want all that burden on you when you go home. You want to f- be in a good um, mindset, a good energy, and want to do it again the next day. So, yeah, that's why it's very important for me. yeah Well,
0: I mean, you're tackling on this new startup. You're tackling on law school. Like, man, how do you have time or do you have time for, like, you know, other relationships. I mean, I know we talked about <laughs> the love and love, episode, so how that's kind of what's but what about your family and your close friends? Like how, how are they, um, you know, managing, managing with having yeah. a little bit of your time or n- no time at all?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, so currently I have five classes for law school and I have technically seven jobs. Um, and n- it's it's very interesting because no matter how many times I may say that, um, it sometimes just really falls upon deaf ears, and it requires a lot more patience and re explaining things over and over again to to the people that you know
0: I do like care them about. Dogs in the background. And, they don't um, care. They don't care about your podcast.
1: Well- <laughs> yeah I know they they don't care. I know I'm listening to them too. Jesus. The dog's like <laughs> so yeah like you know <laughs> um while it is nice to be home in Hawaii, you know that also comes with the burden of um trying to allocate time to see you know my family members and the people I care about. And it's just been hard to balance because sometimes I get guilt tripped into a lot of things, which is why there could have been no better time, Ana, than for than for us to record this episode, not only because it ties into entrepreneurship in law, because being an entrepreneur requires a different set of like personality um and mindset skills than being regular in business because entrepreneurs, as we said, work 100 hours a week so that they don't have to work 40. But also the other thing that um, why timing couldn't have been better is because you know in law in general, that we need to learn a skill of how to say no to the people that we love. That aren't really getting how little time we have. So, why not talk about that now and help our fellow colleagues with this? Because, as non traditional students, we usually come into the game of law school having other obligations, having like different things that people have expected of us from before. So, you know, for example, right? I used to be a flight attendant. So, a lot of my friends and family think that I have the same time and money that I used to. When it's not like that anymore. So they have to adjust. So this is a perfect time for us to, you know, flesh out some rules. Can you say that again. <laughs> time no time, no money. money.
0: Stop asking me for money. <laughs>
1: Unless your name is Sally
0: Mae, I don't owe you anything. <laughs> Even Sally Mae, stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's so true. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. Yeah. No, that that that's that's true. Um, but so yeah, do you want to introduce um, the issue today for our topic?
1: Yeah. So our our issue today is basically how to say no to your family and friends when they're just not understanding what law school requires of you. Yeah. So um, with that, we developed three different rules, and the first rule is to set boundaries. The second rule is to be prepared to be patient. And the third rule is um, find a different messenger.
0: I like all those rules, all of them. <laughs> especially, especially all setting right. those boundaries. Right. Let's get into it. Okay. So, yeah. So rule number one, setting boundaries. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's a little bit harder because you're actually in Hawaii with all your family and they just see you. Whereas like for me, I'm like in Mm -hmm. Seattle. And so it's like, you know, I'm kind of not isolated, but I am by myself. A lot of my family is still in Texas and overseas. But I still kind of feel that pinch of my time, you know, like people calling me in the middle of class Mm -hmm. and, you know, calling me in the middle of the day. Like my grandmother (laughs) last week called me in the middle of business entities and was like, where is my $200 you said that you are going to give to me? I'm like, Grandma, I'm in law school. Are you okay? I'm thinking that she, she called me in the middle of the day I thought she had fallen, something had happened. She's calling me to see what was going on. And I'm like, You do realize I'm in law school. I don't have time to just roll up and make of America all the time. And I didn't say that to her because obviously I don't want to get cussed out. But I was like, Grandma, I'm in school. Oh, when when I'll call you back in 30 minutes. No. <laughs> Lost cool classes are longer than thirty minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't oh get that. Oh my so god. I, I know. <laughs> I had I had to put the phone on mute. Yeah. I had to put it down because, you know, I was in the middle of class and mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't get distracted. Like you, you miss one mm-hmm. thing important and that the professor says and that's it. So, Ooh. you know, for me, yes, turning oh, totally. off my phone has been key and critical in the when I'm in class, when I'm in lecture. Uh, what about you? How do you set your boundaries?
1: Oh, I am terrible with boundaries so that was actually my goal for 2020. So I'm actually a lot better than I used to be, okay. but um I've been realizing um yeah, one of the things like cuz one thing that always happens to me too is um whenever people see me post something on social media, they take that as a green light that I'm available when that's not really the case. Yeah. That's not the case. Just, I I actually plan out every single hour down to the detail of what I'm doing and including when I'm showering and when I'm posting. So just because I post doesn't mean I'm by my phone and I have like five or six different accounts. So it might seem like I'm active on mine when I'm not. Mm. So the green light is, is fake. So, um, you know, For me, I guess it's just more so about like taking the time to explain it thoroughly to people about exactly what I have on my plate. Sometimes I send pictures of my planner so they can see how intense it is, you know, also with the boundaries part, I have actually relinquished two of the two most toxic people. And I think we've talked about it, um, in our past episodes, this and last season, um, that I had to, you know, relinquish from my life. And they were big parts of my life. Um, but they were not understanding at all. They would throw tantrums, yell at me, tell me I'm hurting them because I'm choosing to study over Hangout, you know. And it just came to a point where I was just emotionally so drained with being told that I'm hurting someone because I'm choosing to study. So... um I, you know, physically removing myself from those situations helped me and I have never felt lighter than to have them gone from my life. So as much as it was hard to relinquish those people, it was extremely necessary for me to move forward and to be able to do whatever it is that I have set out to do. And so sometimes you really have to make that hard choice and put that wall up. But, you know, I think it's always good to give that person um, fair warning you know, mm-hmm. and let them know. And if they repeatedly show you that they, they're unable to understand, then you have to actually bite the bullet and step away, no matter how much it hurts you. So no, that yeah, that's, that's, that's the main thing I've done. Right. No,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I, I, um, I, um, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, you kind of like have to, give them a little patience at the beginning. And, you know, sometimes if they just don't get it, you know, you have to make that necessary determination for your your life. But I guess I kind of segues into our next rule. We can kind of backtrack to it about being uh, patient. Because, you know, initially, you know, like when we all started law school, like with anything, it's a transition, you know? And so it's not, you have to take into account that it's not only you in a transition, but they're in a transition of who you used to be, Right. And so I guess, I guess the way that I kind of dealt with this, um, you know, cause like there are, there are people that necessarily need to be removed from your life, but like, you know, some people just can't be removed like, from your life, but you do have to have patience. Like for instance, my grandmother calling right. me in the middle of business entities, I can't cut her off. Right. But, you know, I have be patient, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, she's known me all of my life as you know, her granddaughter mm-hmm. that I can call her up and mm-hmm. hang out. I mean, not hang out, but call her up at, at the drop of a dime you know? And, yeah. um, my sister, um, right. you know, I've had right. family members and friends who, um, call me in the middle of, of, uh, classes as well, or call me when I'm trying to sleep. Like literally my sister called me at six thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and she was like, um, I wanted to call you during the middle of the day, but I know you're in classes. So I called you as early as possible. And I'm like, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> trying to sleep, <laughs> and I'm like, "Is it? I did not sign off." But I'm on like, that. Is, "Is it important? Is somebody? <laughs> or is everybody alive? Like, please don't call me in the middle of the day. Um, don't call me early in the day. Like, mm-hmm. let me call you or send me a text message. But mm-hmm. you know, if it's not urgent, don't don't call me because, like, yeah. literally, school and all my right. extracurricular yeah. activities soak up so much of my time. So. um you know, but at the same time, right. like, I know that they they they've known me, like, being a nurse, like, I, I would only work, at most, I work three shifts a, a week, and I have four days off to myself. So, that's, it's a transition for them that I'm not available mm-hmm. half of the time of the week. I'm actually working every day of the week. <laughs> there's always an assignment. There's always a, a reading right. I have to do. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's just having patience with them.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, you're right. There's a... Uh... There's certain people that you do have to have undying patience for, and it's it's um we have to make sure that we do operate with grace because a lot of people have been so used to the roles that we used to fill for them, you know. So yeah, I think I think it's just one of those things. I feel
0: about, I'm I'm like lucky that not lucky. But I said I'm, I'm glad that I don't have any like children right now because there's you know there's some people that we go to school with who have kids. And I don't know how they do it. Like you can't right. cut your kids off <laughs> your life, but a yeah. few kids have to adjust. So spouses have to adjust.
1: Yep. Yep. And it's not like the love has diminished. It's just that the time availability and the stress levels have just, you know, decreased and increase respectively. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of the harder things to do, but if you can keep in mind that you have to be patient and you mentally prepare for that, it will make it a lot easier. And, you know, I think along those lines too, having someone to talk to about it can also help you feel a little bit better. So it's like that's why it's nice that Anna and I can have these type of conversations because she helps me feel sane. And, um, you know, we can tell each other like our war stories and what's worked for us. So, you know, part of being prepared is knowing that you're not the, you're not the only one going through it. There are other people going through it. So just know that there's other people who share in your agony and, you know, we got it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Agony. That's a good word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, A good word, but I'm feeling, um, but yeah, definitely uh, having patience with like, our my non-law school loved ones has been something that I've had to learn. But ultimately I know that the ones who really care about me will find a way to make it work. Oh, totally. They know that if I'm having a bad day, if I'm not picking up their phone or if like I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I hit the decline button. I don't even care. Bloop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that they don't they don't get, you know, in their feelings because they know that okay, Anna's really busy. Uh, She's not just doing that anymore. and you know She's scratching her buttons sitting on the sitting on couch. Oh know? totally. <laughs> and those
1: are the people that you're so so grateful for. And I probably don't tell them enough. Like my parents and like, you know, there's two or three of my friends that never give me grief about anything and they're just so patient with me. So those are the people that, you know, I just remind myself that's who I'm working hard for is to tell them thank you when this is all over. So
0: Rule three, yeah. I I think this one's also, you know, kind of important for those non lost loved ones. Love ones. Sometimes like Whatever you say, you can scream to your blue in the face how busy you are. And, you know, some people will try and test your boundaries. So rather than, you know, cut them out of your life completely or, you know, make yourself going crazy, just uh, find a different messenger to explain how you're feeling.
1: So, like a few things that I have done in the past that may have worked, but I'm not sure how much they've worked. Um, I found a couple of articles that, you know, are specific for family members and close ones for people in law school. Yeah. So actually, um, I'll find the link and we can post it. But it basically was saying, like, what to expect when your loved one is now in law school, you know, so it's written for the non-law students. So. For me, I would get that article and send it to people so they know, hey, this is what it's going to be like during finals. I'm going to be an actual robot, so don't expect me to be anything near a human, Mm -hmm. you know? So And so that was one thing I did. And then also, um, like, our 1L year, um, Ian Tatum, who was on um, our fashion episode for season one, he actually... Yeah. He actually posted a really good post about um the rigors of law school as well. And like, um, so I just screenshotted it and reposted it. And hopefully some people understood through somebody else's words so that it's not just me saying it, it's somebody else verifying it, mm-hmm. you know? that way it's Absolutely. not just you repeating it over and over again. Sometimes people need to see, "Oh shoot, it wasn't just KJ that said that. It was Kate, all of KJ's friends feel the same way." And then that's why something like this podcast is actually necessary. This this episode can actually serve as a tool for all of you that are struggling. Yes. So season 2, episode 12. Just share it off of Spotify. You just press that up arrow, share, and just message it right to them so that they know. they don't. You know that you don't have to say anything. They can just listen to us, you know, <laughs> tell them what it is.
0: In the South, we call that a little nice, nasty nudge. we're saying without saying ah. it in, without saying directly. A little nice, nasty, like, ha, you know, I'm busy.
1: I like I like that.
0: <laughs> All right. Just send that. Send that the first week of May when finals start. Boom. You don't have to say anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Exactly. I would actually send this exactly right in time. Right before final starts, send it to all the people in your life. That way they know you're not gonna be available. Are we letting you know they will not be available?
0: Nah, I not even. Yeah. The, <laughs> until that last that last the final is turned in on whatever day it is, May fifteenth, fourteenth, eighteenth. Like, don't talk to me. I don't yeah. hear nothing. Like my phone, <laughs> zero dark thirty. Like LeBron James, he says he goes zero dark thirty for the NBA finals. I would go zero dark thirty for final season. <laughs> I'm not on any. Oh, I'm not for sure. My social media. I'm not watching anything. Like I, 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 like you said, I become a robot. Like shut down completely. Mm-hmm. Like three or four weeks mm-hmm. before finals, because you know it's important. Like people don't realize it's not like you're going down the street. Like law school is a very expensive, very time consuming endeavor. And the last thing you want to do is like mess that up because, you know, somebody wants to go out and have drinks. Like, you have to understand. Like, it's not that I'm doing this because I I want to be mean to you. I have to make sure I'm all right here so that I can enjoy yeah. this drink. Because there's no way I'm gonna yeah. enjoy any time. Oh, I'm gonna be thinking about my rules. I'm gonna be thinking about my papers. I'm gonna be thinking about all my work that I have to do if I'm spending it hanging out with you. And that's right. not fair to you. It's not damn sure not fair to me. You know. Right. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, just uh. Just uh it's a balancing act and, you know, hopefully law school is three or four years long. And, you know, like like we said before, time is is finite. And so just be respectful of it. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just create that understanding and be patient with each other. That's all that is really required. You know, like try to take, you know, your personal wants and needs and, you know, try to resolve things on your own. And then, you know give that patience and we'll be back.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, I think we kind of like wrapped up the conclusion a little bit, but you want to wrap up uh, over the the rules again for the people in the back? I still don't want to (laughs) hear. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So
1: write this down real simple, short rules of how, how to say no to your loved ones that are not listening. One set those boundaries Two, be prepared to be patient and three Find a different messenger like this episode.
0: All right, y'all. Well, um, I think that's um, that's a that's a mic drop. That's a good mic drop point. I don't think there's anything else that needs to be said.
1: All right. So, well, Keisha, thank you, Anna, at... for letting us do this.
0: No, thank you for you know for for spent like like I said for your managing your time and. Having uh, extra time to record this episode because I know that you know we had already planned to record a lot of episodes are done, but you know I feel like this episode is very important, especially for people in our in our car um, Oh, totally, right now.
1: totally, yeah. Thank you.
0: All right, boo. Well, um,
1: yeah, um we but yeah, where to where, find to where to find us? Yeah, so on Instagram, we are at Two Legit Podcast. That's the number Two Legit Podcast. And um, we are on Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts. So you can go right to it from our link on IG, and it goes straight there. So thank you.
0: Yes. And during final season, you can find me in the library. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Well, I hope y'all having a great week. And we will talk to you later. See you later to legit crew. Bye.